0: Put the f***ing mic on. You're now listening to Almost Rich. Because you make a lot of money, you're really good <laughs> I mean, at I job. don't know if it's a lot of money. It's an appropriate amount of money. Almost Famous. My mom had to sit me down and say, listen,
1: there's no such major as famous, so can you figure your life out and get a real job?
0: With Bridget Linton and Betsy P on the Land on Demand. Sounds. sounds.
1: to Almost Rich, Almost Famous with Betts and Bridge, which I kind of want to change the title of our podcast already because this weekend we totally live the lifestyle of the rich and the famous. I
0: think that you're jumping the gun. I think that we were living a very exclusive life, but I think we need a few more under our belt before we drop the almost. I know. You're just more concerned about the money. Well, I am. Like We're not any more rich, by the way. Like We don't have any extra like money in our pockets. We gained a little more fame. Well, we totally did, for sure. So I think
1: I'm being a little selfish in this situation. All right. But more of those events to come. Yes. And then it's going to start making this money And then it's going to be called Already Rich, Already Famous.
0: (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have to work on that with like our like branding people when we get to that point. Totally. Let's just jump right into it. Okay. Bridget and I went to our first fight this past weekend. Not only did we go to our first fight, but we went to our first weigh-in. We went to our first media workout. We did everything that had to do with a fight that came to town and then we had the best time. We were true media people. So throughout the week, so we'll just back up and tell you what it was.
1: It was a huge fight. Jake Paul, he's from Cleveland. He was facing like five-time world champion UFC fighter Tyron Woodley. It was this huge amped up fight was coming to Cleveland and Betsy and I are like, well, we should be there. Why wouldn't we? We're professional media people. We should be covering this.
0: And I was thinking like the main reason I wanted to go was because if you've ever seen like movies or if you've watched any of these fights in Vegas, there are always a bunch of famous people there. And I yeah. was thinking, who better to be there than us? <laughs> I,
1: I agree. So Betsy took the initiative. She's like, well, whatever. I'm getting us credentials. I'm applying for it. We'll go from there. I'm like, well, OK, great. So we actually did everything that media people do. We went to the Wednesday media
0: workout. By the way, the Wednesday media workout, it was 9,000 degrees outside. So this took place outside downtown in the city. And... It literally was 9,000 degrees outside, and Bridget and I stood there sweating our asses off. Bridget was wearing black, luckily, so you couldn't see mm-hmm. her swamp ass, but I had <laughs> under boob sweat. You know the kind. The under boob sweat, it's like dripping down, and then mm-hmm. your back gets all the sweat. It's just, it was it was horrifying.
1: And you even said to me, like, is it showing? And I turn around, do you see my sweat marks? And I'm like, you know, usually I'm like, you're being dramatic, but yeah, that's... I, I, I see
0: the sweat. No, you said I, I, I see the speckling. <laughs> so well, it, it was, was. It was coming. Needless to say, it didn't totally matter. We were standing outside in the middle of like a billion percent humidity, and all of a sudden, this dude walks up. He's an older white gentleman wearing a suit, which, God, I can't imagine oh. how much he was sweating. Disgusting. He walks straight up to Bridget, looks her in the eyes, and said, You're the most beautiful woman I've ever seen. We were like, oh my God, corny motherfucker, bye. (laughs)
1: No, really, that's what I was thinking. I'm like, who are you? And literally, I'm in this weird workout onesie. It's a million degrees outside. And I actually think I did say that to him. And then he says, I mean, look around. You're you're the most beautiful girl here. I'm like, we're in Public Square in downtown <laughs> Cleveland. Didn't really think it I'd was hope that so. much. I'd hope I'm the
0: most beautiful girl in Public Square in yeah, so, downtown you know, Cleveland. It, it was a
1: much bigger compliment when I was just the most beautiful girl you've ever seen. But yeah. now, then he broke it down to, yeah. oh, here in Public Square. It Not didn't great. really mean as much. <laughs> <laughs> Until he said, "Hi, my name is so and so, and this is my event. I'm the guy. I'm putting it all on. If it weren't for me, this fight wouldn't be happening. What can I do for you?"
0: Okay, but let's let's just backtrack because people say this kind of shit to us all the time. Yes, right. And so people are like, "Oh, like this is my event. This is all my like thing." Well, w- we don't typically believe it because it's not typically true. You know,
1: every man wants tells us what we want to hear yes. in the hopes of taking us to dinner, taking us to drinks, Ew. taking us on trips. And guess what? Some girls, that is their dream. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, well, great. Take me on all these trips and I'll I'll be a part of it and I'll do what you want me to. Well,
0: No, not us. Take me to the motherfucking bank and put a whole <laughs> bunch of money in my account. That's what I need. That's truly really what I need. I knew that wasn't going to happen. Next best thing is escorting us behind the ropes. Yep. So he took us behind the ropes, kind of took us behind the scenes. We got to see Jay Paul behind the scenes so we knew that he was legit legit in some way because he had access to everything so Bridget and I leave that event and we're like okay great if that was it that's fine
1: well if that was it that's fine because I saw the most beautiful man I've ever laid my eyes on in my entire life my heart is my heart is pounding just thinking about his face thinking about those eyes thinking about those abs thinking about those shoulders and muscles oh you you know I know I know he, he, and he's young it, it, okay this is when you know a man is that good looking when me and Betsy agree that he's the most beautiful man we had ever seen and then we talk to dudes and they're like I would make out with him he is just the most universal. Good looking guy you ever want to see. And his name is Tommy Furry.
0: Yeah, I think it's OK. So you keep saying furry. like it's like, furry. It's furry. And like every time you say furry, it, it makes me want to like punch you. And I don't like I feel like I haven't told you yet because I thought you were going to change and you have not You keep saying furry. But Today was even like on the podcast. You did it even more like insane than you've done it the last couple times because like you, you usually say like furry, yeah. like like kind of like a little mix. Today was furry.
1: <laughs> What's worse when I say Tommy
0: Furry or when I say this is our big debut? they're both equally (laughs) awful they're equally especially if this is like the guy you want to marry you should probably get his fucking name down
1: i I don't even know i don't even know anything about whatever
0: anyway his brother is tyson fury who bridget and i don't know but we also know he's a big fighter whatever but he's like the hotter less successful younger brother
1: i don't know he he was like runner-up on love island seems like he's doing all right yeah
0: but i think like the, the the brother is like a bigger fighter whatever this your boyfriend Tommy is on the fight card.
1: Okay, great. (laughs) My 22 year old boyfriend. Yeah, He's 22.
0: It's fine. It's your fighter boyfriend.
1: So we, so we leave Wednesday and we thought, okay, great. We got some great content there. You know, we always do our silly videos. If you guys haven't caught up with us on the fight, make sure you follow us on Instagram, almost rich, underscore, almost famous, subscribe to our YouTube page, almost rich, almost famous, and follow us on Twitter. A R A F underscore T L O D. We captured all of the content there. So we thought that that could be it because we never know. We get invited to all these crazy events these crazy trips and sometimes we go sometimes we don't and we always go in with the mindset this could be the big break this could be amazing or nothing could happen
0: so Bridget stayed in touch with this let's call him Tom he looks like a Tom yeah he does look like a Tom so Bridget keeps in touch with Tom Tom keeps asking her to dinner and drinks and neither one like by themselves he keeps saying let's go to dinner and drinks like Okay, don't try to take up way too much of my time. You either get, you you don't get any, but like choose dinner or drinks. That's like mistake number one for all guys out there. Like don't try to monopolize all of our time. We don't like it.
1: And it's also crazy to me that, okay, this dude, I get it. He's a big deal. He's putting on this massive event in Cleveland. Probably makes a lot of money. Very successful. But you randomly met me on a Wednesday night at a workout where I'm sweating my ass off. And why do you think that just because you helped me get into a more exclusive section where we can get better interviews and better content that I'm supposed to give you all my time for the rest of the time you're in Cleveland? You really every single day. What are you doing now? Do you want to get dinner and drinks? Well, I'm free right now. Would you like to grab lunch? I'm like I, for, Number one, I have a job. And number two, I, I'm busy. I don't have time. Number
0: three, look at you and then look at me. Oh, yeah, that's like mean, but yeah, I get well, it. Bridget. He was like 70.
1: Yeah, he could yeah, he's like could have been my like dad or yeah, grandpa or yeah. both. I don't know. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Bridget and him stay in touch. He asked Bridget to come to kind of a behind the scenes walkthrough on Saturday night before the fight. So Bridget and I again are like, should we go? Should we not? Let's just try it. We're already out. We might as well. So we go to this walkthrough. It's actually super cool. We see behind the scenes. We get to see Jake Paul's um, dressing room, dressing room, which is super cool. He let us go in the ring. We took a bunch of photos that Bridget like tried a stage and I was like, "Oh my god, this makes you want to die, but whatever, I'm going to like do it." I thought it was funny. And it, I think it actually it, was and people really liked your photos.
1: See, sometimes like I am a little corny yeah. and like you're mm-hmm. like, "I want to die. I hate this." But sometimes again, goes back to it. Sometimes it works and sometimes, sometimes it doesn't, doesn't. You never know.
0: You're right. And this one it worked. Well, the whole thing worked because the next night we end up going to the fight and we walk in as media people, right? Like media people have shit seats, by the way. I don't know why they put the people up there who I are going to be reporting on the team. It doesn't even make sense.
1: Well, team I think it's because most people NR. are like Rob Lorenzo, who have like legit cameras that can like capture amazing photos, even from high up. Well, not us. We've got our iPhones and we're like, Rob, hey, can you can you get us <laughs> down here? Like that's that's what we, we do. So we're like, all right, well, we'll go early. Try to get as much content as we can, because clearly we're going to be so high high up in this weird media section so we started at
0: Loudville yep quickly worked our way down we sure did and we worked our way uh, thanks to all thanks to tom, tom by yeah. the way <laughs> we worked our way all the way to the vip lounges where i actually like literally snuck through i didn't even have a bracelet on yeah and i just like walked right through we saw dave chappelle back there i, know, I feel like you're really, really rushing the story i, I know like... that's because i feel like like some of the details are like bland but go well, ahead go ahead
1: okay this... well you weren't here for this moment so let me oh, let oh, me tell okay. my story sorry okay. Sorry, because you didn't have a wristband and you were nervous about getting in. I was. Luckily, we ran into another friend that yeah. had a wristband. Yeah. So again, I'm just hustling our way through this fight. <laughs> <laughs> I got an extra one. Slide it on. Sorry, bets Don't have one from you. Sit tight. Yep. We're going to bring you mm-hmm. your tequila. Yes. So I go in and it's it's crazy. This lounge, I've never been there. This I is the Cavs either. Arena. and yeah. it's, They've redone it in the last year or so. So I haven't been in this part of the arena. So you walk in and it's pretty crowded, but people are really hovering over one specific person. You can't get drinks because this person is by the bar and I'm getting annoyed. I'm like, just give me my tequila. Give me my friend, my tequila. Look over. It's Dave Chappelle. Mm hmm. And he's sitting there taking selfies with people, taking videos. And I'm like, oh, oh, my God, he's right there. But I don't want a fangirl, so I don't say anything. So I get our drinks. So then I'm walking out and I'm trying to get out and everyone's stopping for another dude for all these selfies and videos. And the weirdest
0: thing is it's dudes asking dudes for
1: selfies oh, and videos.
0: The, the dude shit that happens at fights is beyond
1: uh, well I've never seen anything like it oh my and god. I'm watching them take these photos and videos with this guy and I'm like I, I've never seen you in my life I have no idea who you are well then like my friend described to me he's like oh my god that's Dustin Poirier and I'm like what who he's like well he just beat Conor McGregor and I'm like okay see I, I feel like I'm pretty well versed in sports mm-hmm. when it comes to fighting I know nothing It is a whole new world to me. But when he said that name, I'm like, that does sound kind of familiar. Totally. And I'm like, you know what? There's gotta be more celebs here. I wonder if we're even gonna be able to get decent seats because Tommy told us, Tom, not Tommy, (laughs) don't don't get them confused. Very different. (laughs) Tom told us, like, Oh yeah, I'm gonna get you better seats than the media. And I'm like, listen, if we got people like Dave Chappelle and Dustin Poirier here, who else is going to be here? There is no way we are getting better than media.
0: Well, ultimately, Tom had told us when we got there, like, you guys, I got seats for you. But Denzel Washington took them. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> we're um, like, what? Oh, Oh, okay. So like like Denzel Washington wants our seats. Like we're certainly not going to get our seats. So we're trying to make the most of it. Just like venturing around, taking photos, like getting footage of different stuff that's going on. There's so much shit that happens at a fight that I had no idea about. It is the most aggressive crowd of people all in one space that I've ever seen in my life. The fights that happened before the actual fights were obscene.
1: Like In the crowd,
0: like in fans crowd. are fighting. Like. Get a life like are you trying to be the next like fighter like what's the story like are you trying to be discovered like are you just know. like so amped up and like browed out that you like don't know what to do like you don't know where to put your energy was just bizarre
1: it is because I feel like you go to NFL games you go to NBA games MLB games yeah you have some crazy fans that do crazy shit but never to the extent of what I've seen at fights. I mean, this is 6 p.m. where the doors first open. There's not many fans there yet. It's basically media and people that are crazy psychos that just want to get there three hours before the fight. They're literally fist fighting each other in the crowd about who's better, Jake Paul or Tyron
0: Woodley. I'm like, what is going on? Like, Why are they fighting right now? And then it just progressively got worse. And like, there were fights all around the arena to the point that Tom couldn't even allow us to sit in our seats. No. Because he was like, this is dangerous. I'm just pulling the VIP card. Ladies, follow me. And he walks up
1: to, so mind you, because of COVID, there used to be a thing called ringside, where you are literally right up against the ropes. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. So now there's like a gated area where basically the commissioner, top executives sit, and that's it. And then behind the gate are the first row, second row, where like the Dave Chappelle's of the world sit. So he walks up. And, of course, they like, stop, like, excuse me. He's like, I'm Tom. I run this entire event. I lost my seats due to fans, due to these celebrities coming in. This isn't bullshit. And all all of a sudden, like, oh, my God, come in. He's like, well, they're with me. Brings us in. Goes up to the commissioner and starts telling his story again. This is bullshit. My seats were taken. Commissioner, I am so sorry, Tom. I'm going to grab you a seat. And he goes, no, no, no. You're going to give me two seats. At that point, I'm thinking, well, which one of us is getting the boot? You get the lap. I get the seat. (laughs) You are. Sorry. Ew. So I didn't know. (laughs) Next thing I know, they pull up two chairs, literally next to the commissioner. If you don't know what a commissioner is, because my mom didn't. She was very confused when I I told her.
0: I keep saying the commissioner. I literally have no idea what that person is. Well,
1: he's like a judge. He keeps the score of what's going on. Yep. So he's a very important person. Mm -hmm. He's the one that provides, like, here's the final scoring sheet. You announce the winner to the announcer. Okay. So he's, like, probably the third most important guy next to the two fighters. Yep. So the two seats get pulled up. Tom says, ladies, have fun. I'm going to be running around. Go over here. So, mind you, this is seconds before Jake Paul and Tyron Woodley are coming out. We're like, we, huh? Like, and the executives are looking at us. Like, who, who are these bitches, like,
0: sitting here? We're like, we, we actually don't know. Like, we shouldn't be here. We <laughs> certainly don't, should not be in these seats. But, like, we're going to pretend like we do.
1: The only people closer to to the ring were the actual fighters that were in the ring.
0: Yeah, it we, was weird. We couldn't have gotten any closer. So, so Bridget and I sit down, and we're, like, looking around, like, is somebody going to yell at us? Like, yeah. It's like, I kept, like, looking over my shoulder, like, like who's, like who's should I leave? I don't know what to do. And then Bridget and I are talking out of the sides of our mouth because <laughs> everyone can see us because we're on TV. And we're like, what the fuck are we doing here? I don't know. Like, don't make any weird faces. So we're going back and forth, back and forth. We're literally in front of the entire place, like, we cannot make weird ugly faces which no. ultimately we did but
1: well and we couldn't be on our phones so of oh course we God. wanted to take like videos or photos because literally Jake Paul is right in front of me Tyron Woodley is sweating all over me like this is great content but again we're on TV during commercials we would check our phones and people are sending us photos of us sitting there right on pay-per-view just chilling on
0: the ringside like the ring girls booties were in our face like the one in front of Bridget the other one in front of me literally the entire honestly not a bad view those girls were built yeah they were actually super cute they were really cute Um, but I will say the one thing that did not sit well with me was getting like like blood and sweat on
1: no you did not get any blood on you probably no you didn't how do you know
0: dramatic Okay, well I don't know. There were a lot of droplets hitting my <laughs> yeah, face. Yeah. And so Betsy's
1: trying to look calm when it would happen because she didn't want to make a scene because she knows she's on camera, which we're on camera now. So she would go <laughs> <laughs> just, just casual. Just casual little just. wipe. Little wipe. <laughs> and then she couldn't control herself, either could I, when like the big punches would come, we're both like, oh, <laughs> ah! <laughs> And so I'm like, no, it's fine. We probably went on camera at that point. No one saw us. Oh, oh no, I'm getting tweets and texts like your facial expressions are mm-hmm. killing me. We can tell you two have never been to a fight. Well, yeah, they're beating the shit out of each other. It's kind of shocking when you're that close and you're feeling when they like g- their ba- backs bounce against the rope right in front of you and you feel
0: their sweat on you and then you hear their noises. Yeah, it's a bit disturbing. I'm going to make it, a face. It was so disturbing. There were so many times where like they like they'd come against the ropes right near us and both Bridget and I would. go back like go back in her chairs like it was actually a real wild experience I know one that like I don't necessarily need to have again but I had fun
1: it was probably one of the best experiences for me like for me it was mainly because I've never felt so rich and famous in my life like everyone was looking at us wondering how did they get
0: there I'm like don't worry about it I'm here don't don't worry about it we actually have no idea (laughs)
1: <laughs> and also, people are like, "Well, how is Dave Chappelle behind you?" And I'm like,
0: "Well, because he's not Betsy and Bridget." I don't know. I mean, well, more to come. Stay tuned. More to come as far as those wild experiences, but we really need to get into an experience. Oh boy, I know. We've,
1: well, OK, well, I was going to talk about Dave Chappelle for a second.
0: Oh, my God. Yeah, I know. I'm just so excited to get to this <laughs> I know, next this next I know. thing. But she's really trying to rush this podcast because no, she really talk, wants to talk about talk, something. Well, we have a, a, let me just say, we have a very special guest in studio with us who we, who we will be introducing momentarily. But get to Dave Chappelle first.
1: OK, so my favorite part of it all, because, again, yeah. all you know I want is to be famous. And I told Betsy. So at one point, it's probably like 630. So, again, hours before the fight. There's not b- that big of a crowd there, and you hear everyone roaring, going crazy. And I'm like, what is happening? We look around, it's just Logan Paul, Jake Paul's brother, walking in. And I said, Betsy, That's going to be me one day. I just want to walk in like not even the star of the show. It's someone else is the star, but I'm walking in and people are losing their damn minds wanting to talk to me. Betsy's like, yeah, you're insane. I actually don't want that. I'll collect the money in the background. I don't want that to happen.
0: Well, so just by the way, just in case people don't know who these people are, because I think that like we didn't totally because we Bridget and I both don't get YouTube. Yeah, I know. Um, they were both big U2 starb- stars from Westlake. I don't know which one's bigger. I feel like I've heard more about Jake recently because he's the one that like stole Floyd Mayweather's hat. Yes. Um, but Logan, I think, is like the bigger one. I'm not sure. But the minute he walked into that fight, people <clears throat> lost their shit. And Bridget, like, like the only thing she could say was like, God, I wish that were me. Yeah, it was.
1: <laughs> and honestly, they're marketing geniuses because people love to hate them. And I'm like, but they've done it right. They have millions of followers. They're making millions of dollars. I don't necessarily want to be famous for people hating me, but they're marketing geniuses. Yeah, I agree. So me and Betsy are in these seats. So the one guy, Dave Chappelle, he's famous. Most people love him. It doesn't matter your age who you are everyone loves Dave Chappelle so it comes to the end of the fight he's probably wondering the same thing like who are these girls and why are they sitting here they must be somebody's mm-hmm. so he taps well, we are somebodies he taps Betsy on the shoulder actually did, gave a little rub on the shoulder and was like, a hi. Down. yeah mm-hmm. hi ladies hi ladies can you excuse me I, I just want to talk to Ty, Ty real quick so that must have been his guy so Betsy moves moves out of the way let him through. So then he pulls Tyron down. They're talking or whatever. And I'm like, Dave Chappelle just asked us, like, excuse me, am I allowed to get up there? Like, that was the <laughs> coolest moment of my life. So at that point, my like, Betsy asked for a selfie. And she's like, no, I don't like to fangirl. I'm like, he just fangirled over us, wondering if he could get get to the wrestler yeah. or fighter, whatever they call him. Same shit. So I'm like, get a selfie. Ugliest photo we've I, ever taken in our whole you lives. Know,
0: I truly don't believe I've ever seen us look like that before. I don't know why. I don't know why we had to look like that in, like, our, like, big moment photo.
1: And I looked, and I'm like, Betsy, does my nose really look like that? Are my eyes really that small? I said no.
0: Does might look like that.
1: Is, is, is my face really that big? And she's like, no, actually. I agree. It's <laughs> terrible. But, no, you don't look like that. So we had to post it. It's Dave Chappelle. Of course, it's, like, our most retweeted, like, photo of all time. So maybe that's how we'll go viral oh. is the two ugly girls that somehow <laughs> sat ringside. <laughs>
0: But worse, God, I'm sure there's a nice thread somewhere on Reddit about those two fucking horrifying women sitting ringside. There totally is. I just, yeah. I'm not going to look for it because I know it's there.
1: Okay. So as gross is as, like getting sweat on. Ew. as taking that disgusting photo with Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle, you look great. It was just Betsy and I that we look stupid. <laughs> I thought he looked great. Um,
0: <laughs> he's coming on our pod soon. So yeah, I, would, he is. I would. Dave, you looked amazing and we can't wait to see you on air. Yes. soon.
1: But until then, we have a more gross story to tell and well, a guest that can speak
0: more yeah. on it. So, okay. So, I, Bridget, I think we need to preface this whole thing by saying we don't think it's, you might think it's gross. I think it's different. Okay. It's <laughs> a nice way of putting it. Okay. So, I would like to introduce our guest to. Booty eating enthusiast, (laughs) our friend, Kay. Kay, we're leaving it at that. We're going to just leave it at Kay for now. (laughs) Kay, would you like to say hello? Just say hi to the people. Hi, guys. Okay, so the reason this whole thing came up is because there has been a recent headline making news about Trick Daddy. For those of you who don't know Trick Daddy, huge rapper in Miami like been in the business forever and ever. And when I say forever, I mean, this dude looks hundred and four. Okay. So not, not only is he hundred and four, but he's recently come out talking about how he loves to get his ass eaten. <laughs> As you can imagine, the thought of trick daddy on all fours oh, oh, oh. makes get- me a little uncomfortable, but somebody that it does not make uncomfortable is our friend Kay. And she is here to break down the entire experience. For sure. <laughs> what do you guys want to know? Well, Bri- like, Bridget was supposed to be like a host just then, but I she can't. literally couldn't get her shit together because she also doesn't know what to say.
1: Well, also, you, got, you know, anything like sexual makes me uncomfortable. Like, it's one thing to talk about sex, it's one thing to talk about like the weird DMs we receive about yeah. people saying nasty things. It's a whole nother thing to imagine a dude legs up in the air and a woman, I can't even say, it, I mean, licking the ass. They're <laughs> whole.
0: <laughs> The asshole. Um, Okay. Trick Daddy likes it. Okay. So, okay. I think a lot of people like it. I think that's, that's, I just, I want to, um, what do people say when they want to make something more normal? Like they they want to norm, I want to normalize (laughs) ass eating. And I want our friend Kay to do that here with us right here on the podcast. So, Kay, please tell us. First and foremost, how does this whole situation go down? Does somebody ask for it? Do you ask for it? Like, do you
2: talk about it or does it just happen? So it really depends, like, on the situation. Some guys, you know... If they're like embarrassed about it at first and they really want it, they won't necessarily like ask you. But if you you know you're already kind of down there doing your thing, they might like lower your head, push it down a little Hmm. bit. So that gives you like the green light. Okay. Okay. let's let's do this. Okay.
0: And is is there something specific that like is like a guy who likes their ass? And do they look a specific way? Do they behave a specific way? Like how do you like how do you decide if it's something you're going to do? It's like. If you already know they're just, like, nasty
2: and freaky, yeah. it might come out in conversation, or like I said, in the moment, they yeah. might kind of, like, give you the green light. But no, it could be, like, a super, like, a thugged-out dude who you think would be like, oh, my God, no, never, no way. And he will... Be on all fours, ready to go. Oh, shit. So, so is that the
1: way you do it? They have to be on all fours, and then you just kind of go on all fours too and look <laughs> away.
2: Not necessarily. Sometimes, oh. I mean, that's like the guys that are super comfortable with it. They'll get in position yeah. and be like, "Oh, all right, I'm let's ready. get it done." Other guys that are more modest about it, you know, it'll be like traditional, like they're laying on their back, like you know, you're going down, and then you kind of caress the gooch with your tongue Uh and then I'll explain the gooch gooch. they're all about that gooch and then you know work your way down to the you know to the good stuff
1: (laughs) Okay, back up back up we we really need to back up and this is like really taking a turn and I'm really starting to
0: sweat (laughs) So, so am I actually I have to take my jacket off
1: yeah, I'm, we usually don't talk about, like, this in-depth sexual things, but, like, the, do you call it the gooch? The gooch. That is a, a, a
0: very off-putting word.
2: <laughs> you, what, what is the gooch? So, <laughs> the gooch is, like, a thin little piece of skin, like, right underneath the nutsack and right oh. before the asshole. So, oh. it's kind of like that little happy space. So, if you want to, like, test your man to see if he's comfortable with it when you're going down giving head and you lick the balls and you go underneath and you start licking the gooch if he lets you go all the way you can just slide all the way back.
0: Oh. Hmm. Okay. Oh. So, okay. Hmm. <laughs> okay, so taking a step back. When you're planning on doing something like this or not planning on doing something like this and it just happens, what is the shower protocol? So like or, like, the cleanliness, like, protocol. Like, I just, I can't imagine, like, somebody's been, like, working all day. And, right. Like, like, you never do
2: it when your man is, like, fresh from, like, playing basketball or working all day. Like, if you guys, like, had, like, a cute date night and you know, like, he was fresh and clean before. Like, I like to give it, like, a four-hour window. Anything mm-hmm. after that's just pretty, like, tart and nasty. Yeah, tart. But, <laughs> oh, <sorry. laughs> what, yeah, what, what Would have like, or, like, right before, like, bed, after you guys got out the shower and you're, like, messing around, it's like, okay, I know things are good. He didn't eat anything, like, disgusting today. We can oh. we can do this.
1: Oh, um. I didn't even, like, think about that part. Yeah. Okay, so is this something, like, you enjoy? So is it part of, like, you hooking up with the guy? Like, all right, going to give you a head. I'm going to go right in for the gooch mm-hmm. and then <laughs> go right into the asshole. Or is it definitely, like, it depends on the man and you know oh, they're into it, they're not?
2: A little bit of both. Like, I'm like empowered by like giving head and like doing those things. Like I love the control aspect of it and to like, no, I can make you feel good. So that's cool. But like, I definitely think you have to like, like the guy or love him or be comfortable with them. Like you just can't go around like licking every guy's ass. Yeah, so it's yeah. just Fuck not, no. that's not good.
0: Fuck no. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I would, I would Jesus. say so
1: too. Um, like, okay, so this is news
0: to me. That <laughs> all right, this so is now the I thing. like that Bridget's getting more into it. Now <laughs> she, she's getting a little, we've said gooch 742 times, so now she's feeling good. Now she's feeling like she can ask.
1: Yeah, it's, well, it's just, like, fascinating to me because, I don't know, just, like, all of it is, like, weird, and, like, thinking of, like, looking a guy's asshole is weird enough, but I've learned from, like, other friends, like, girls also like it, too. So do you ask for, like, the... Return favor, like okay. Now I like your asshole like mine.
2: And do girls have and and, and do girls have gooches? Oh, Low question. I don't, think, I don't think so. I don't know. We might, but I think it's we more might. Like, it's like a guy thing. Like okay, I don't know. the first time I heard that word. So I mean, I like it. I think I think it's fun, but I think I'm just like a very sexual person. So like anything weird and out of the ordinary is like fun to me. But like girls like it just as much as guys do. It's like head. It's like grown up head. You know what I mean? Like. We're in our late 20s, 30s. It's okay to look at ass. Like, yeah. let's normalize it.
0: So oh. I I agree. I agree, Kay. <laughs> Are you going to um, start looking at well, Sonny's no, asshole? no, I, I don't. I can imagine if I tried, he would not be very interested and would be <laughs> shocked to the point that he probably couldn't speak to me for a few days. Has he licked your asshole? We're, you know what? Well, this isn't about me. <laughs> This this podcast is not about me. So although I will say I am with Kay in that I think like if you're in a relationship with somebody and they are into things like that, I wouldn't shut it down. Certainly. I would I would try anything except one thing. There is one thing I will not try. What is that? That is a threesome with two women, me and somebody else. Like i would do it with two dudes you would i second that don't ever get me and my man out here with another girl because i will kill her during the act like there's no way i suppose if it wasn't sunny like if it was like me a girl and a different guy maybe but if it's my dude nope i can't even see sunny at a strip club for god's sakes Really? No. You, could, you couldn't sit with them at a strip club? Oh, it like makes me like, I'm like, oh, why? Why were you looking at her? You think she's that cute? You should really go marry her then. Like, I'm a psycho. <laughs> Are you that way, Kay? Um, so actually, Petsy and I had this conversation
2: before. I was contemplating going with my significant other, and she was like, don't do it. And like, knowing how crazy I am, probably shouldn't do it. Threesome, definitely never could do with my significant other. But two amazingly looking guys and me, is like Dreaming. bad and taboo as that sounds. That's a fucking dream. dream, yeah. I think so too. Not like them making out and like being like weird with each other, but just like all into me doing different things to me. That's that's a good time if I was single. Boo boo to foo. Does that make sense there? <laughs> Does that make
0: Bridget sense? Bridget learned like a new term recently. Boo boo the foo, and and that's how she says it. Go ahead, do one more time for the people.
1: Boo boo to foo. <laughs> Does it not make sense in that? I mean, if you think you're foolish, I suppose, for doing that. Yeah, I think I think everyone's <laughs> foolish for that. For for G- gooches, for sums, you
0: guys are both wild women. Okay, I have I have a couple more questions. I have a few more questions yes, if you don't I'm... mind Kay answering. So, like, do you like like to get them warmed up with like a little finger in, oh, in the mix? That's easy. <laughs> but mind you, I just I need to point this out. I know she's not on camera, but Kay has dagger nails <laughs> she has fucking fingernails that are like 12 years long and, and they're pointy. pointy so i don't know like maybe not you but like somebody i would love to
2: be able to do that because like from a scientific standpoint oh a man's oh. prostate oh. is you know technically in their, in their butthole, like inside of them. So that's what feels good. So if I had like normal fingers and fingernails, I would totally like give it a try. Again, it's nothing I'm gonna ask, cause it's like taboo, I'm just gonna go for it and you're just you're just gonna like it. So like, <laughs> so one day, you know. What about,
0: soak, like a, what about like a knuckle?
2: <laughs> I, I don't know if you can knuckle somebody, Bridget.
0: <laughs> I don't know either, but. You should give it a try. You know what, that's your homework. Can you do that? Betsy. Can you knuckle somebody and no. come back and tell us about
1: it? <laughs> <laughs> That's it. If you were like, Bridget, I'll like pay for our next trip. I will buy all your dinners for a year. All you have to do is go knuckle that dude.
0: I don't think I can do it. <laughs> you, you'd have to like drug me. <laughs> um, all right. So speaking of taboos, I looked up the ten, the 10 most popular fetishes that I wanted to discuss with you guys. Number one is impact play, which means spanking, flogging, paddling, and any form of consensual striking. What's flogging? Um, I don't know. It seems like some like hitting of some sort. Oh, uh, like with like a paddle maybe. <laughs>
1: like, I, I think I, I assume that's a paddling, Matt. Oh, so <laughs> <laughs> I was like, hmm, I wonder what flogging okay. is.
0: Okay, we don't know what flogging is. Let's just talk about like spanking really hard with like a paddle. No, no, not like if that. your dude's super into flogging whatever that is (laughs) like you're like hell now yeah you just don't want to be hit no i don't want to be hit okay
2: don't like hit me with the paddle but i love to be choked okay
0: yeah that's like a that's like a big one really really yeah what if like okay you die yeah like like, how how
2: how,
1: how severe choking
2: I mean, it's just like in the moment of passion, like it's not like to
0: like kill you. It's like, it's like dominance. I don't know. It's just like, what about, like, what about in the case of accidental like passion death? Like, if like they're doing it so hard. (laughs) Patsy, why are you going there? Well, no, I'm just saying. I feel like it's happened. I mean, it could. I guess that's like, that's that's, when you have to have the safe word. That's when the safe word comes in Mm -hmm. handy. Okay. Number two role playing, make believe, like wearing like different clothes, different wigs, stuff like that.
1: You, I feel like I shouldn't be a part of this conversation because like I... <laughs> is no, no, no. This is the
2: one, if you're going to say yes, this is the one. I mean, it's I mean, like,
1: yeah, I've never done it, but I mean, I, w- I wouldn't be
2: opposed. Lingerie, I'm cool with. The whole role play, I'm not into. Maybe like when we're like 10
0: years in or something, but right now... You gotta like yeah. spice things up. Yeah, yeah totally. Yeah. Foot fetish. This is the one that I am very into because... Well, I don't have a foot fetish. Oh. I'm saying, like, I wish people would just pay me to give them pictures of my feet, and I don't understand Wait, why Kira, it's what so about fucking that? hard to find.
1: What about that? Why don't you warm up the asshole with the toe? I actually
2: <laughs> have a foot phobia, so oh, mm. I don't like feet. Oh, okay. Your feet, my feet, his feet. No. No, no, no.
0: Bridget, this is one that I think makes sense for you. Anal sex. <laughs> <laughs> why what, betsy why okay. would you ever All say right. something All so right. appalling why would that be something for me group sex what about group sex i'm not looking at you i'm looking at Kay. <laughs> what about group sex and that doesn't mean that means just like everyone having sex in like an open space
2: i yeah. actually hate that one. yeah long. i don't mind that um let's go back to the one that you skipped with me the oh. anal
0: oh oh i know you're not into anal because I told you why. Oh <laughs> well, why? I guess we'll save that for another. No, day. No, no, we shouldn't. We should just. Yeah, we're doing in. this ass episode. We should just. Continue it's our it. one,
1: It's our sex episode of the year. So it, get into get, it.
0: Get it
2: all out. Tried it Ew, no some years back. Yeah, not in my youth, uh, or in my youth, I should say. Um, wasn't prepared for it. Like he it just got stuck very it in. peanut buttery, and it like scarred him. It scarred me, and it just like <laughs> it just. I just will never do it again. <laughs>
1: Wait, as in like, shit came out of your asshole?
0: Well, yeah. that's usually where it comes from. So I don't know why everyone was so fucking surprised. Well, I mean,
1: I know, but like peanut buttery—that was a weird description. Well, it, it was, but did she was trying to make day? it
0: G-rated for you because she knew you lose your
1: shit. No, no, well,
0: <laughs> Oh, oh shit! Like really? Like so? Did uh, did you and that person ever speak again? It it, it ruined
2: everything. Like we didn't. They took a shower. Like, I took a shower. We went to sleep that night. And I was just like, can we please talk about this? Like, we have to talk about what just happened. He was like... Just stop talking to me. Like I just don't ever just want to just forever, like, for the just rest don't want lives. to act like this never happened. And we didn't like last too long after that. Oh wow. So I mean, was
1: it accidental? Was he like trying to like, do you from the back and it like slipped in or yeah, he did yeah? But like I
2: didn't know there's like protocols. Like you're supposed to like you know use an enema and like douche back there and clean yourself out. Like no one told me that. I'm like freaking 25. Like just trying shit. And
0: yeah, well you he know shit happened. He didn't know that shit either. <laughs> right. He didn't like. That what did he expect? That actually infuriates me because what the fuck did he expect? I appreciate that. Like silly,
2: but it was it was traumatizing. And then as me, it's kind of like, you know, you don't want to be known as the girl that like shit on a guy's dick. You know what I
1: mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you guys, if, if you. <laughs> I mean, we. This isn't like like I know it's not part of this whole yeah. like fetish thing, yeah. but I have another story that I just recently heard about obviously no names priest but i didn't know this was a thing that could happen did you know that like you can break a dick like in what way? like i well i don't know like i like, like. <laughs> okay so <laughs> the story the story oh my god i'm mean, definitely no names please so i'm never supposed to repeat this story oh but i god, feel like i just so make nervous. sense right now basically this girl is having sex with a dude and all of a sudden there's blood everywhere freaking out doesn't understand what happened has to call the ambulance, like ambulance. literally, like murder scene. Oh, she broke his dick. But what does that mean? I what well, I didn't know either. Mean? I didn't like. Is there a bone in a dick? I didn't know. Is there a bone in a dick? I find like that <laughs> there can't be because when it goes soft, it's like Rob. No is bone. there a bone in a dick? He's he's a <laughs> <about>, he, <laughs> There's there's no bone. Bone in <laughs> a dick. So that's why it didn't make sense to me. Well, how do you break it? But honestly from what I've learned from other guys I asked about it it's well it was actually his fault because he was doing it from the back so he put it in in a wrong way I don't know something happened he has to get his like, dick reconstructed <laughs> he like popped
2: veins or something yeah yeah.
1: yeah. but he has to like, oh, get yeah. that's so of, like sad. what he gets
0: for like doing some shit that like she was not interested was she interested
1: well, I don't I don't know I don't know these people that well oh, yeah. so but anyway so she like feels like mean how embarrassing like you're literally it's a one night stand first of all so it's not like a guy she knows you're having a one night stand and all of a sudden it's like a murder scene and you're like, what the fuck is going on? And he's like, laying there, like losing blood, like I'm gonna die. Has to call the ambulance. Finds out his dick is broken. So the next day, she comes comes to the hospital to visit him, and she's oh, like, God. can I bring you anything? Can I make you lasagna? And he's like, can you just please leave me alone and never talk to me ever again? And I'm like, well, it's not her fault, dick.
0: <laughs> Listen, it like. He's the one who did it, number one. But why is she visiting him? I think the main issue is why are you visiting a one-night stand in the hospital? <laughs> well, that seems like the most inappropriate part of this whole story. Well, well Betsy, if you, if you have a one-night stand with a guy and you break his dick, you wouldn't feel any type of way? I'd egg? be like, <laughs> I, I got a lot going on down there. Sorry, guy. You need to, like, like level up. Oh, I don't know. Okay. All right, moving on to the next fetish. Wow, story. The, I've never, I've never heard of that before, but that's really something.
1: Yeah, um, leave, okay, leave so it to ta- Bridge to bring all the the new sex
0: things. The new- <laughs> <laughs> you can bring dicks. Out I mean, here. the rest of them are just like stupid, like bondage, which like is that what like wait, yeah, like the submi- like submissive, like the dominatrix, tricks, like somebody like yeah, I don't, I that just like freaks me out. You wear like like a collar and like walked around. That's like,
1: like a um, dog. the what's that movie? um 50 yeah, Shades of Gray. yeah you never did mm-hmm. yeah I like watched a little bit of it it was very uncomfortable for me it's weird but like people are really into it I don't get it they
0: are into it but that's what I'm trying to say like about all of this stuff like the so trick daddy like going back to the whole story trick daddy was saying like I this is something that normal people like to do and like everyone's making fun of it and making it I think they're making fun of it because he's just so horrifying but like it's a, a normal thing that people like and like people have been doing it forever. Gay dudes all the time. Like, do you think they do it if it wasn't great? Probably not.
1: Well, we can say goodbye to Trick Daddy ever coming on the podcast since you've really said I, how he's like old. He's horrifying and all of these things. <laughs> but also going back to the fetishes you've read, like somehow at one point in life. Bondages, or whatever you said, be, has been normalized. Some people are like, oh, yeah, people yeah, are into Dominatrix, getting slapped and paddled and flogged, whatever that yeah. is. Like, somehow that's gotten normalized. So, I mean, I feel like this whole ass eating situation is going to be normalized soon. Maybe we can all think Trick Daddy by the end of it. There are...
0: <laughs> Will you be thinking Trick Daddy? I, I don't Canada? think so. <laughs> I, I don't. I don't. Um, another one is voyeurism, which is um, obtaining sexual pleasure from watching others who are. Um, having sex oh that's a very common fetish actually psychological play while physical actions such as spanking are often the most discussed kinks some of the most intense sexual play may take place in the mind mind control hmm, that's an interesting one so if shit ever gets old with our dudes okay Like, I got a whole list of shit we can do. I love it. Great. Send it my way. I will definitely do that. Well, we really appreciate your expertise on the gooch.
1: (laughs) I mean, this is by far the most educational podcast I have ever been a part of.
0: We literally heard about the prostate. Like, who even knew where the fucking prostate was? That was really (laughs) very knowledgeable. Did you, like, look this up? Like, how do you know these things?
2: I don't know. I think I'm just years of being, you know freaky out here
1: yeah yeah Yours a okay, being great. freaky <laughs> i i <laughs> wow we covered covered a lot of ground from getting sweat on by fighters to learning what a gooch is thank you for listening to almost rich almost famous cheers cheers i like i was great wow what an episode